I don't know. I, uh, I'm not going to mention the hotel where I'm staying. I'm not afraid. Uh, they might be. <laughs> but it's a funny thing about hotels. There are a number of funny things. I saw two things today which um, I thought were kind of unusual. I know they're having a convention in town, a number of conventions. You see these people with these badges, Harry, Bob, Ralph, Carl, Tom. <laughs> Frightening that they, they have a company and they don't know the guys, you know, and <laughs> till they get there. Hi, Bob, God love you. I can tell by your badge. <laughs> Is that the missus? <laughs> oh. Sure does look like Jane. <laughs> What's the matter, Bob, under pressure? Uh, but there are a lot of funny things that happen at conventions like that. Pathetic things, you know, where the guy is sort of, oh, jeez, that isn't Jane. <laughs> I guess most of about Moby Dick, if you haven't, it's a story of a man and a fish. And the whale's name is Moby Dick. And the guy that tries to kill it, his name is Ahab. I saw the movie. I missed the book. <laughs> this is a story of Arnold rather than Ahab. Arnold is sort of a strange fisherman. <laughs> He's very uh, unusual. <laughs> Say, listen. I'm not kidding. Where's this silly fish? I am a stubborn damn mate. I see him over there. It's Arnold, and keep calling me Arnold. I'm not kidding. Ahab was a fantasy. Where are my harpoons? There it is, a big devil. Look at the water spot come out of his head. It's almost as if there was a person in there with a water hose.
Black Plastic
so that they will understand
with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. If you want a view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it, want to change the world, there's nothing to it. There is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free. Tell me what I know. 
fisherman's row To his watch so now thinking of maybe calling myself Jesse, Tex, Colorado, Wyoming kid, Tom. <laughs> so I called myself Big Tom, just a cowboy singer. Ballads of the West, Ballads of the West. Ballads of the East, Ballads of the South, I sing them all when I open my western mouth. I sing yippee-yay-oh, yippee-yay, wish I had a horse and a saddle. Get my hand on a hunk of pay. Had myself a hut 
Had myself a shack Got all dressed up one day Looking sharp as a tack Tain't no fun without a gun photographers, 14 people, riding as you go through these fields of wheat, which means stop, very Then I would have to go around and escape again through the wheatfield. Because their lighting wasn't right. before the rut. This is a time when a bull will come in to challenge other bulls that he believes is an intruder. Remember, every moose is not going to sound the same. The most important thing to remember is to be consistent with your calls. Let's say you've been working a bull and he's hung up just out of range. Turn and make a couple of soft grunts away from the direction of the bull. Sometimes this is all it takes to coax him in the last few yards. Turn away from the microphone there, Mike, and make a few of those light grunts so they can understand what we're trying to say. 
Another thing I like to do is to add natural sounds in my calling sequence. For instance, while you are standing near water, scoop up some water into your moose horn and pour it back into the stream or pond to simulate a cow urinating in the water. If you are using this in your regular calling sequence, don't do it more than every 30 or 40 minutes. This is a good trick to use if you have a bull that has stopped about 100 yards from your calling site. Another more aggressive tactic is to move into an area and take a limb and start raking a tree or bush. You can even do this before you even begin to call or grunt like a bull. You'll listen very close for a bull to do the same thing. He's going to do it back at you. If you hear one, move in as close as you can without being seen and give a couple of bull grunts. A dominant bull will usually be infuriated and come in to run the intruder away. Remember, Will, a moose's eyesight is poor, but they have excellent hearing and a great sense of smell. If you make any noises, be sure that they're natural sounds and pay a particular attention to the wind direction. If you are a bow hunter, you should always have an extra arrow handy in case of a miss. Sometimes you can give a quick grunt and the bull will stop in his tracks and give you another chance. Yeah, and you know, you're talking about watching that wind direction. You can watch the wind direction all you want, but I tell you what, all the sad stories I know about moose and elk. Watching that wind direction. You can watch the run direction all you want, but I tell you what, all the sad stories I know about moose and elk are because the wind swirled and changed direction and gave away your presence because they smelled you. They ain't questioning their nose. So learn to, to utilize some of the, the, the scent elimination uh, products that are on the market like Scent Shield. They make some great gels and soaps that can really cut down on the amount of human odor that you're putting out. It might be just what you need to allow you to get away with a bad wind direction so that you can call that bull to you. Let's recap the moose calls that we've learned. Let's talk about the cow and the give you time to practice. <laughs> now, the bull grunt, remember, has very little similarities to a cow call. It doesn't really sound very loud. When he does this, he is definitely doing it for a reason. Remember, you got those index fingers pointing up, got your hands together, bring them to your face, hit your nose off, pull up that megaphone with your hands, and make that bull grunt. Here it is, one more time.
first name, mister. Middle name, period. Last name, T.
got to have a change of scene Cause every night I have the strangest dream Imprisoned by the way it might have been Left here on my own or so it seems I've got to leave before I start to scream But someone's locked the door and took the
Thank you. Everybody, man. Come on. Thank you. You've been here all my life. <laughs> Thank you.
13 and uh, I had saw some people smoking pot and I bought myself a nickel bag and I went behind my building and sat on a bench all by myself and I smoked that bag you know until I finally got high but I started with pot because I was curious and at that time I was having problems with my family I remember on one trip I was at a party 
and uh, I got very sick from uh, from speed from meth. Shoot into my spine. I also shoot. I also used to shoot acid in my spine, and uh, I had too much. I was building a big thing up over a week, and I got sick, and uh, I tried to commit suicide. La la la, pot, pot, give me some pot. Get what you are, you can be what you're not. Do, do, take a family cruise. You with your grass, mom and dad with their booze. Ooh, la 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 la. I was so sensitive, you know, like every my my family that was. So much going on in my family, you know. Every little thing bothered me, and I started using drugs. Like I just didn't care. Nothing bothered me. Nothing hurt. You know, I didn't feel anything. And like I, you know, I didn't care if I lived or died. So I didn't care if I, you know, chopped dope or if I took an OD or what. I'm so unhappy. Like I felt so unhappy. You know. From the time I was growing up, I think like I have two older sisters that twins. You know, the three of us used to compete for my father's love. And, I always felt like he loved them more than he loved, like he used to tell me this, you know. Like he used to say all the time, I'm worthy, you're not as good looking as your sisters, you're not this like your sisters, you know. You're never gonna be anything, no one's ever gonna love you. He was a rabbi and there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> Just close my eyes again Climbed aboard the dreamweaver train Trying to take away memories of today
It would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like you, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play because I play them too. But I need some time from that emotion. Time to pick my heart up off the floor. I gotta have faith. 